Well, tonight on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get back into the Democrats are still freaking out about black men. Now, I've been gone a couple of days from the last podcast because I took my kids and my little grandson to Disneyland out there in California. Um, I definitely enjoyed the weather out there in, in Anaheim because over here in Houston, it's been like 104, 105, 100% humidity. Uh, y'all got a good thing with the weather in California, but I will say outside of the weather, them high prices with that gas was Lord. I, I was shaking my head on some of that. Um, but Hey, like I said, the weather was good. It was good to get a little break. Um, and, and, and definitely we, we back, you know, getting what we need to get into. Um, I always say, try to do something with your kids. Cause you know, my, you know, uh, daughter, my little nine year old, and uh, my grandson really didn't go nowhere since we went to South Africa in March. So I said, they got to go somewhere before school gets started. So, yeah, that's why I had to take a couple of days to do that. Now, the Democrats, as you know, are freaking out about black men. And they should because they never wanted to prioritize the brothers. They always wanted to demonize the brothers. They always wanted to try to drive a wedge between black men and black women and they played a lot of that for a long time, and now it's starting to come back and bite them in the butt. So you have a brother by the name of Bata Mekonen. He is 28 years old, and he is in a key voting state of Georgia. He's among the millions of black voters who helped uh, Biden become the president in 2020. And said, so now three years later, he's one of the voters who Democrats fear could cost Biden a second term in 2024. Now they say disappointed by what he sees as Democrats lurch to the left. It's a free spending and the free spending is Ukraine. Surely not with the black community and empty promises and empty promises is like the George Floyd bill, uh, reigning in the race soldiers, you know, things like that. Um, um, they did, they did all these promises. Oh, you get us in office. We, we go deal with the p- police. So we go ahead not have these problems or whatever. And, and when they got, you gotta remember black folks assisted the Democrats in getting the house, getting the Senate and the presidency, they had no excuse not to do what they need to do for black folk. And what they end up doing is for everybody else, except the people that they always at your door, always texting your phone, calling your phone, the Democrat party showing up at your churches. Those of you who go there, to say, hey, vote for us. At least we're not those Republicans. Hey, we're not racist like them, but actually you're worse than them because you feel like, and you, you say Republicans, not all Republicans have that ideology. Of course, you have a white supremacist rabbit wing of the Republican Party, but you have some Republicans that's just really middle of the road. They just more lean to the right. Um, they kind of agree with a lot of things that we agree with in the black community, right? Just like you got some Democrats that are hardcore left and they racist too, but you got some Democrats who are not racist at all. So you got that on really on both sides. So that's painting of just Republicans being racist. No, the Democrats are racist too. Now McConan says that he sees nothing but bad options at the ballot box next year. He says, and I quote what I'm noticing across the democratic party right now is there's a lot of pandering to the black community. Now this brother plans to attend business school after a career in the military. He said, it seems like they do a lot to try to make it seem like they're the party for young black men or black men as a whole, but they don't back it with anything. 
They don't follow through. Of course they don't want to do anything for, for, for the brothers. They don't because see, listen, it's easier to get sisters to vote for them. And I'm going to tell you why they tell the sisters. And of course not all sisters get what I'm about to talk about. They could get the, some of these sisters out here who are low income or maybe, um, they are the, what you call the working poor, right? People and with the working poor, people who do have a, a regular job, they just cannot make it because it, they're considered the working poor. They're not the middle class. They could tell them like, Hey, you know, well, we can make sure to protect your ability to get uh, housing, you know, section eight, but see those Republicans want to take that away from you. They could say, well, you know, we, we going to make sure you get food stamps. We're going to get you a raise in food stamps. See the Republicans want to take them away from you. You understand? Oh, we're going to make sure you can get welfare. But the Republicans, you hear them, right? They, they want, they want to get rid of welfare when actually more white folks on welfare, but they'll say that. So you have a, definitely a strong contingent of black women that will vote Democrat. Even if black women are not on those programs, they feel, well, if I get down bad, at least I got that safety net of those programs. So I'm going to also support the Democrat party on top of the regular mantra about Republicans are racist X, Y, Z, right now flip that to black men, black men cannot get in these programs like talking about. So you can't sell an entitlement program because really it is an entitlement program. If you go to other countries throughout the world, no other country uh, just gives, I'm talking about just other countries throughout the world. I'm not saying some of the Western world has some of the same things, but outside the Western world, the majority of the world do not have all these entitlement programs. I mean, the first time I went to uh, Ethiopia and Kenya and places like that and just hearing like, you have a kid, you can't get no wick. There's no such thing as no wick. You had that kid, you feed that kid. You need a place to stay, you better go work because they're not giving it to you. See, that's how most countries are. So when people in other countries say Americans are spoiled, Americans are entitled, that's what they mean. Americans are arrogant, that's what they mean. Is because not only we get it, but we expect it. And if we don't go in other countries and have the same kind of set-asides when we travel, unfortunately, some of us travel um, with those entitlement issues. And this has caused a lot of problems in other countries. That's why I tell people, check that American privilege at the door when you go into other countries. So they can't sell that to black men. Because what, what black men care about? Black men care about getting their paper. Why? Cause that's how we're going to provide for ourselves and our families. So what do Democrats do? Democrats take your paper. What I mean by that, if a black man starts a business and his business is doing very well, the Democrats want to put more taxes on that brother. Who's a small business owner. Of course they're doing it to black women too. They're doing it to both, but we are talking about the brothers right now, right? On top of that, the police targets black men more than any other group. The Democrats do nothing about it. They had the opportunity to do something about it and they did nothing. So why should black men even care? And then that's not even go to reparations conversation, right? They don't even want to, the Democrats don't even want to talk about it. Only 49% of Democrats support reparations and the rest of the party do not. So you can't even use that. Well, Y'all vote for Republicans. Y'all really not get reparations. Well, voting for you, not gonna get it either because you act like you support reparations at, at a rate of 90%. But let's continue. 
So they said the long, the most loyal Democratic constituency, black voters played a large part in rescuing Biden's struggling 2020 presidential campaign in the South Carolina primary. And yes, Biden was about out the race. He was done. Nobody was supporting him until old Jim Crow Clyburn got up there. And I don't see why he threw all his weight behind Biden. And I'm trying to figure out why black folks listen to, to Clyburn, but it's a different landscape now from 2020 to 2023. It's a lot of information that has been passed since that election. And Biden didn't make it any better either because let's think about that. If Biden would have did the uh, George Floyd bill, rein in the race soldiers, got rid of the qualified immunity. I promise you Biden wouldn't have a single problem with black voters right now, or even black men because brothers, including myself would say, you know what, man, Biden did get rid of qualified immunity. So them cops on, on a different uh, uh, level. Now they, 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 they got some, some act right now and Biden, you know, and them did that. So, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and vote for Biden. Cause at least, at least he did something that really can affect us as black men. Right. But he didn't do anything. Now, of course, after the primary is sent Biden to the white house, they say with the Democrats control of the Senate, uh, they said, thanks to the success in Georgia, it's in return. Many black voters expected Biden and the Democrats to push for new federal protections against restrictive voting laws, police and criminal justice reform, student loan debt relief and economic empowerment. Now I will say, um, black folks want to talk about no student loan relief. We don't, I mean, a certain amount of black people care about that, but the majority of black people don't have student loan debt. Okay. What black people did care about at the time, you got to think about it. It was the time of George Floyd. They cared more about police and criminal justice reform, right? And reigning in the race soldiers with disqualified immunity. That was the main thing. Now I said many of those efforts as they have been blocked by Republicans, leaving Biden to ask voters to let him finish the job with a second term, but with no clear path to get these things done. They say, on the other hand, Democrats focus on LGBTQ and abortion rights, leave voters uh, like McConan feeling alienated. He said, and I quote, I'm probably getting turned away from the left. Is it just because the Democrats are turning more left in my books? He said, it's adding he wished Democrats spent more time on the economy. Now listen to what he said. He said, the Democrats have turned more left. I've told you, the majority of black people are conservative, not hardcore conservative, but we're more of a center right people. We are, but we don't vote with the right because the Democrats have been very good at finessing black people um, with sweet nothings, obviously to get you to vote. Uh, the Democrats are very good at fear mongering black people and getting black people scared that they about to be put back in slavery, about to be put back in Jim Crow. L listen to the language that they used in certain elections. When it came to the Georgia voting law, they say, oh, this voting law is like uh, Jim Crow 2.0. And then you go through the law, which we did go through that law, and it had no tenets of Jim Crow laws, which one of the things in Jim Crow, you had to um, not, you could not vote in the primary as a black person. Well, in the, in the Georgia bill, you still could have voted in the primary. You had to pay a poll tax during Jim Crow with those, with the, the situation in the Georgia law, you didn't have to pay a poll tax to vote. You didn't have to do no literary test to vote. None of that. Actually more black people voted after the Georgia law than before. So the Democrats are straight lied because and the reason why they lie to you, they don't expect you to go read. 
And this is and this is what they don't like about people like myself and many others because they say, okay, let's go look at that law. Let's go look at that bill. Let's take time to read through it. And then educating the public is one of the best things you can do to combat the lies of the Democrats or even when Republicans lie or anybody lie to you education. This is why they want to dumb down a population because a dumb population let's call it what it is. A dumb population is easier to control because you can, can get them going with propaganda. You understand? But when a person is learned, propaganda doesn't work on them too well because they're so used to research, right? Now I say polls and Reuters interviews as they showed younger black voters and black men of all ages are losing their faith in Democrats. I say Biden and perhaps even the political process. I say just three years after the U.S. biggest protest for racial justice and civil rights in a generation, the vast majority of black voters, including men, are still expected to choose Biden over a Republican. And the ones that who will vote, I can, you know, as of right now, I could probably see them doing that because you have to understand a lot of our people are really, I mean, voting Democrat is like cultural for them at this point. It's like religion for them. So you know how hard it is to get to a person that's a religious zealot. Well, this is how a lot of black Americans are when it comes to the Democrats. They are political zealots for the Democrats. And it takes a lot of education. It takes a lot of uh, broken hearts. It takes a whole lot for them to wake up. But a lot of them are waking up because I'm getting messages from people of all ages who's waking up. Even those from the civil rights generation are messaging me and saying, you know, I've been listening to your podcast for a little while. And, you know, even though I disagreed at one point in time and say, but I have to agree with you because you just laying it out there and you're right. Like I said, I'm not trying to say nothing about the Democrats that they didn't do or they didn't say or, or none of that. I'm only going to tell you what they're not doing for black folk and what they're doing for other people and ask a simple question. Why should we go and waste our time voting for the Democrats when they haven't done a single thing for our community? They spend all this money trying to get us to vote. They pressure us to vote. They put their shields out there like Boulay Martin and, and Joyless Reed and all the other ones right out there to try to push you to vote, try to scare you. Oh, Trump going to get you and all of that. Like, and they hoping you still fall for that. But the good thing is since Biden has been elected in the, in the moves Biden and Democrats have made, not what I say, but what they have done only amplified what we say, because you have to understand when Biden and Democrats got in office, they was on, listen, the, the, the spotlight was on them. You can't say Republicans. Once again, you had the house, you had the Senate, you had it. And we didn't hear Republicans. We kept hearing Kristen Sinema and, and Joe Manchin. That's the only names we kept hearing because you didn't want to do nothing for black people. And now black people have seen, have you, you given so far $113 billion to Ukraine. You're spending billions of dollars of federal funds for people coming across our borders, talking about their, their economic migrants. You, they're going to all these different cities, spend, draining the resources of cities that black people pay taxes in. And But we don't supposed to say nothing about that. Prior to Biden getting in office, we didn't have this problem. 
because Trump had to stay in Mexico policy. You're going to stay your behind in Mexico until we deal with you then. You're not just coming over here and flooding the zone. The moment this man got elected, they say, oh, yes, we go. We, we coming. We heading this way. Draining all the tax dollars that could be allocated to the black community. It's enough. We don't get the tax dollars that we need and the programs that we need to help our community on a good day. But now you take the little bit that's there and then you give the Democrats are giving it to other people. And I'm not saying they're giving them checks per se, but they spending all this money with these people because that's their new labor class because black folks want to be paid. Right. You understand? And since black folks want to be paid, right. Corporate America say, Oh no, we're not paying them anything. We just go get them people from across the border. That's all we're going to do and flood the zone. We have American citizens sleeping on the streets as we speak of this podcast. But yet you got people look at New York right now. New York is really going down the tubes. Officer mayor, Eric Adams has got that place looking like a cesspool, even in places where it's supposed to be nice, like Manhattan. You got these people everywhere starting fights, demanding things, but yet you got black New Yorkers that are sleeping on the street. The majority of the homeless population are black New Yorkers. And shout out to my brothers and sisters in New York. Look at in Chicago, 76% of the homeless in Chicago are black people, but yet they bringing all these people in, but you get, we got a homeless problem. How you act like nobody's homeless in this country. We don't have affordable housing for the people that we have here in this country. But the Democrats don't care about American citizens. They don't even care about so-called democracy, but I told you we don't live underneath democracy. Black America lives underneath an authoritarian regime. We don't get to participate. We have the illusion of participation. That's why they want you to vote. That's an illusion because remember what the brother's saying, they don't, they at the point, they don't even want to participate in the process because the process doesn't work for black men like that. Let's continue. Democrats is where the disillusioned black voters would turn out to the polls in large enough numbers in crucial cities from Philadelphia to Atlanta, uh, Milwaukee and Detroit to keep Biden in the white house. You're talking about Detroit. What are you doing for black people in Detroit? Not a freaking thing. Now Democrats, they need to understand that there is a growing population, especially with black men who are reaching the point of being fed up with always being pushed over and looked over said a Lee land Evans, 33 years old, a political campaign manager who's running a write-in candidate for Nashville city council. Said Democrats failure to secure widespread student loan relief or legalized marijuana has been disappointing. Now I will say this. Um, that's not why black men are fed up. Black men aren't fed up about no student loan relief. Black men ain't fed up about no marijuana. That's not even what we think about. Cause really the majority of our jobs won't let us be high because we'll lose our freaking jobs. So that's not really our focus like that. So that, I mean, now you want to talk about white people, having all the dispensaries and white people having all the licenses to sell, sell it and all of that. Now that's a conversation that needs to be had because when the brothers were selling, they go to jail, they legalize it, get white people, all the licenses and white people making billions of dollars off of what brothers was trying to make to try to, you know, on the streets. Now that's a conversation to have. If you want to talk about legalizing marijuana or you don't have to legalize it. You could just literally change the, um, the scheduling on the federal level where, well, 
it, they can't do nothing about it at that point. Basically, it's just been minimized to nothing. Biden could actually do that without congressional approval, right? But has he done it? No. Why? Because they use marijuana as a way to jail black men. They said, Evan said, adding that Republicans more aggressive approach when they have power means they are actually getting things done and they are getting things done. Listen, you may not agree with everything the Republicans are doing, but one thing I respect about the Republicans is that when they get in the office, they get to do it. And look, as men, we respect that. Even if we don't like it, we respect it. You want to talk about how some black men really like Trump. I told you many times why black men like Trump. First of all, they were liking Trump before he ran for office. They had rappers mentioning Trump talking about I got Trump money and all this other thing. Right? So that's way before then. Trump was popular before he ran for office. But a lot of men like Trump because Trump, he fights back. He don't take no crap from nobody. Right? Um, he just, he doubles down and triples down on whatever he say. A lot of men like that. They like that he's successful. You know, um, Trump is not for all this left wing, uh, far left stuff talking about, you know, uh, drag queen shows with the kids. And, you know, and speaking of that, oh, speaking of that, I was at, when I was at Disneyland and I was in a store, you know, I was going to buy some stuff for my, for my little girl and my grandson, you know, buying it for the family and my wife and, daughters and stuff like that. There was a section. Now Disneyland is promoted for children. Okay. Clearly it's promoted for children. It is not a place that's not geared or promoted for children, small children. There was a section that said Disneyland pride. Now look, this is my position on that. When you are an adult, your life, your business, but leave children alone. And yet at Disneyland, you have a section called says Disneyland pride and all these pride colors on stuff for children. That really upset me, but we know in, in, in California is liberal central. We know, we know, we know. Okay. It was, a, it wasn't the, it wasn't the whole story. It was just a section. But my thing is leave children alone and see the, a lot of black men and black people. And it's not even black people. It's all people are saying the same thing. Y'all going too far. When you talk about people's sexuality, that's just an adult conversation, not children. Children are still developing in their mind, developing in their bodies, developing all kinds of ways. Trust me. The Philip of 12 years old isn't the Philip of today. My mind has changed by leaps and bounds. A lot of your minds have changed in leaps and bounds since you was 12, 13, since you was seven, eight years old. And this is what people are talking about right there. Democrats, you are pushing black men to the Republican party beyond with you with all these, uh, extremely far left things. You're targeting children and people saying enough is enough of this crap. Enough is enough. Now let's continue. They say self-identified black Americans claim and this, and we know this is a lie, but I'm just saying that the reason why we talked about this population thing is because there's no way that we are only came up a percentage point in 60 years. But anyway, so it says self-identified black Americans make up 14.2% of the population or 42.7 million people. You see a 30% jump and say from, let's say 2000. Now they say Pew research has showed 
They say that these Americans are five years younger than the population as a whole. And say with the average age of 33, the Democrats earning their loyalty is crucial for the party to keep winning in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia. And say, and the recaptured districts and say in the South in the future, instead of the opposite is happening. Black voter turnout dropped by 10 percentage points from 51.7% in 2018 midterms to 42% in 2022. According to Washington Post analysis of U.S. Census Bureau's survey released earlier this year, it's a white voter turnout slipped by only 1.5 uh, points to 53.4%. Why did it slip? Black America was extremely engaged for Barack Obama. Barack Obama did nothing for the black community. He actually scolded us multiple times. When we said as black people, hey man, we got a black president. Man, that, man, that's my president right there. I'm not just a president for black people. I'm black president for all people in America. We know that, obviously. But for him saying something like that was offensive. Because we came out, and I've, I voted for Obama the first time too. We all came out. We told other people, hey, man, get ready to vote. We got a black man with, you know, like I said, a flat black family. It'd be great to actually see that. We thought you'd never see something like that. You know what I'm saying? And Obama was the biggest Trojan horse ever to the black community. See, the Democrats had handpicked Obama. Okay. He had the right look. He had sounded good. He said everything that black people want to see. And they played on black people's you know, wanting to actually see a black president. But at the end of the day, when we look back at it, Obama didn't do anything for black people. And a few times that he tried to speak up on some things and white supremacy say, don't you dare speak up like that. You remember the first time about Trayvon Martin, he said, you know, if I had a son, you know, he would look like Trayvon, right? They got on Obama about that. And Obama trying to backtrack, like, bruh, like, really? I mean, what happened to Trayvon Martin was horrible. But, but this what you're going to do? He always scolding black people, telling black people this, talking about black men. And you the president, you can help these brothers. But you up here talking down and scolding black men. You, and then toward the end when he leaves, protect my legacy. You got to get out there and vote. Protect your legacy. What did you do for us as a community, sir? We would have protected your legacy if you'd have done something for us. We'd have had no problem with that. No problem. So for you to be arrogant enough to say, protect my legacy? No, you should have protected your legacy by doing for black folk. You were doing for everybody else. Call it what it is. Barack Obama, if you would have told NATO, no, we're not bombing Libya. No, we're not doing that to Gaddafi. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to do diplomacy, but I'm not siding on and, 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 and waiting on anything about doing something to Gaddafi. No, I'm not doing it. If you would have said Gaddafi, I shook his hand. Gaddafi called me a son of Africa. Okay. I can't do that to a man that, that called me a son of Africa, shook my hand and was willing to work with me. I can't do that to that man. See, if Obama would have stood up and said that, we would have had no problem protecting your legacy. You had, a, you had plenty of opportunities to seal your legacy as the champion of black America and the greatest president that we ever had. He, he could have been that, but he chose not to.
I don't want to hear the reasons and excuses. He chose not to. Then when Trump got in office, stuff Obama said he couldn't do. Day one, Trump just executive order doing this, doing this. I mean, everybody like, what the hell? Trump getting there the first day and he doing things? But Obama said he couldn't do nothing? See, that messed up y'all situation too, Democrats. When Trump got in office, that's why y'all really don't want him back in there. Y'all really don't want by, uh, uh, Trump back in there. Because y'all know he's going to do a whole lot more. And that's why y'all throwing every case out. Y'all throwing every case in the kitchen sink at, 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 at Trump. And we, it is all political because you could have that, that, let's say that records case they got on him. They could have get done that case a long time ago. All the, all the cases they got on him now, they could have did that long time ago. Matter of fact, if, if, if Trump would have been like, nah, I'm not gonna run. I'm, I'm just going to enjoy my life. He wouldn't have got no case on him. I know he wouldn't have got no case on him. But, but what the Democrats are doing because they're so thirsty for power and they're scared that Trump will beat them again. They literally moving down the, the lane of a banana Republic. Look, all prosecuting political opponents is what happens in banana Republicans in third world countries. And all this stuff they doing like the, the, the latest case about January the 6th, Trump didn't storm the Capitol. Matter of fact, Trump came out. I saw the video. He said, Hey, this is not what we're supposed to be doing. The, the stand down on this. He made a video. I saw the video. Them people that did it, you, you trying to get Trump. What about the people that stormed the Capitol? All them not in jail. And you got video of them people. You got actual video. It's not no mad. It should be a mass incarceration of all them folks that stormed the Capitol. But yet they're going after Trump. Why? Because they feel he going to win again. He probably would. Okay. Let's say you put Trump in jail, Democrats, you put him in jail. Well, when a Republican get in office, you already know what's about to happen. Y'all going to jail. So y'all have, what y'all do this Trump, I'm telling you this Trump case case is, is going to change America forever. If they put that man in jail, we already in third world status. Believe me if you won't, you don't have to, but I'm telling you, they put Trump in jail is going to fundamentally change this country into something you ain't, you ain't seen before. And a lot of you aren't really prepared for what that's going to look like. And a lot of you aren't prepared to say, you know what? Uh, I can't live like that. Let me go ahead on and get my stuff together and head on move down the road somewhere. And I mean, I mean down the road, I mean, out the U S you're not prepared to do any of that even though you don't need a whole lot of money to do it. Like you need money here, but that's a conversation of a different day, but let's continue. They say black bullet turnout was down across the country in 2022. They say you saw in the polls and surveys and exit polls It's in every way you can measure it. They say, I said to Michael McDonald, a politics professor at the university of Florida, he said some Democrats have also been disturbed by recent polls showing that some black voters are defecting to Republicans, why are you bothered? You don't own the black vote. You don't own it. So if black people want to vote Republican, that's their choice. If black people want to vote Green Party, that's their choice. If black people don't want to vote at all, that's their choice. If black people want to vote independent, it's their choice. And if black people want to vote Democrat, unfortunately, that's their choice. You don't own the black vote. So if they want to, you saying defecting like, you know how like somebody's on a, a particular army, 
and they say they defected to the opposing side, like the enemy. Like you really think that you got our votes like that. And what what are you finding out is it's not happening. And there's a lot of people I'll tell you right now, black men who are business owners, the majority of them, whether they open their mouth and say it or not, will agree more with Republican policy, especially when it comes to business. That's for sure. And now you have middle-class black men who's saying, uh, all this, this LGBT thing y'all pushing, all this abortion stuff y'all pushing, all this feminist, all it. Listen, man, I, no, nah, <laughs> I can't be a part of that. Now let's continue and say one in five black people under the age of 50 voted Republican in the 2022 midterms, roughly double the number of their elders. According to a previous unreported analysis of exit poll data by HIT strategies, listen to that. So the people under 50 are voting Republican who are black. You see why they so scared because they know when that civil rights generation go see Jesus, and, and a lot of them seeing Jesus every year. They're going to have to deal with them under 50 year olds and they don't want to see the under 50 year olds. You can't sell them what you sold the civil rights generation. See, we need reparations. You understand that's our fight now. And if you're not going to give us reparations and you're not going to give us nothing at all, well, shoot, you might, I guess you might well vote for Republicans. At least we know they'll be giving everything to, to the immigrants. And I can't even say immigrants, migrants, or economic migrants, whatever word you want to call them. Some people say illegal, but you know, if you if you turn yourself in for asylum, that's actually legal to do. Um, I mean, if you want to actually do it, because like I said, I've asked the questions to people that work on the border, and they say that's a legal process with the United States. That's not actually illegal to come that way. Now, if you don't come that way through asylum and you're just going into the country, then that is illegal. But continuing. Public opinion research firm aligned with Democrats. Uh, that routinely surveys black Americans say black men and women also the sisters under the age of 50 voted Republican in similar numbers. The poll shows that Republican Donald Trump's 12% share of the black vote in 2020 was a four percentage higher than it was in 2016. According to exit polls by Edison research and say a Reuters IPOSOS poll conducted July 11 through 17 found that 18% of black Americans would pick Trump over Biden in a hypothetical match. It's a compared to 46% who favor Biden, including about one in four black men compared to one in seven black women. Yeah. Trump would get a lot of votes from black men. I know that because I talk to a lot of black men, especially black men. They, they got families, black men. They got a uh, uh, different uh, careers, businesses and a lot. And, and, and what they seeing about the criminalization of black men constantly by the Democrats. Right. Why you think that 18% is probably going to be 25% keep up and black men going to make that happen. And some black women, cause black women want to keep their paper in their pocket too. black women work hard every day. They do now compared to say with black women say black men were more likely to say they would back and say a presidential candidate and say that supported abortion restrictions and say increased police funding to fight crime. Now I say the economic gains say Democrats are favored by black voters who value abortion rights. They say voting rights in opposition to racism. As they said, a Terrence Woodbury. Okay. So they said, but that margin shrinks when it comes to managing the economy. Now I've said this many times before, like Trump or not, that economy was booming under Trump. 
And if you had money and in investments and different things like that, you made money as a black person under Trump, like him or not, whatever you say on Twitter, I can care less. But what you care about at the end of the day, you want to make sure that you keep <laughs> your, your, your funds in your back pocket, right? Now, a lot of black men are saying that the Republicans are all as good for them on the economy. They say more than Democrats are. They say a Julian Silas, 25 years old, black investment research analysis. They say from uh, so the Chicago area said many of his friends and family are reexamining their politics and questioning just how much loyalty of black Americans to the democratic party bettered their lives, particularly their economic standing. Huh? Well, Oh, I, I, I thought it was only me saying that, you know, there's a lot of you shields that come into the comment section. Y'all, I thought it was only me see other black men and other black people, including the women too are realizing we getting the horrible end of the stick. Now let's continue. As every four years, democratic candidates talk about increasing black wealth and closing the gap between black and white Americans, but routinely they say nothing actually really happens. They say, it seems like there's things that they talk about that seem good that I can align with like student loan debt relief or home ownership and all these different things. But maybe sometimes it doesn't feel like it's moving fast enough. No, it's not moving at all. Period. It's not. Now I say the U.S. Black unemployment rate has fallen to historic lows. They say under Biden, but hit they say a ten-month high in June, driven in large part by Black workers leaving the labor market. They say Black families had 4.4 percent of total household wealth. They say in the first quarter of 2023. They say Federal Reserve data show up slightly from 4.3% at the beginning of 2020. The Democratic Party has spent considerable say, time, money, and resources to retain and expand the black vote, including mounting registration drives in battleground states and recruiting black campaign staff. Symbolism, which doesn't impress us at all. It's the U.S. Vice President Kamala Harris. It said the first black on whatever day of the week she want to be black. One day she black, one day she Asian. We don't know. Is there a person to hold that position and the highest U.S. black elected official in Jamie Harrison, the black American chairman of the Democratic National Committee, which he does nothing for black people. He don't even talk to black people. He don't talk to black media. Uh, he's a very much a lackey uh, for the Democrats. So I don't know what that means because I always tell people all the time, it's not about them being black. It's about are they for the black community? Because you have black faces representing white supremacy. Hello, hello, Congressional Black Caucus. Now, they said that the Democratic National Committee attended this summer's Essence Fest they say, in New Orleans and have lavished attention on historical black colleges, universities, and media outlets, including black radio stations. They say, Harris spoke they say, at the annual NAACP gathering on Saturday. They say, as she said, as we head into the 2024 cycle, the DNC is doubling down our commitment to engaging black voters with meaningful and sustained investments to make sure they know how President Biden and Vice President Harris have delivered for them. Said a Tracy King, the DNC's Director of Outreach Communications, and say foreign, and say in the email statement, they have done nothing for black people. Nothing. They say for some right now, that's not enough. So I'm kind of, they say one person says, I'm kind of stuck with Biden until something comes, and say along, Andre Russell, 47, from Chicago, who works in education and society. So you definitely have to move past the trope of old white men running everything. No, you're not stuck, brother. You're not stuck. You have choice, 
But what you did say about old white men running everything, yes, because this country is not just full of old white men. This country is full of, of many groups of people. And we're not saying it's black people that we want to just basically replace the white men and just run everything. No, we have no problem with true equality. Black people have no problem with everybody having a piece of the pie. We aren't like the white supremacists. We don't have no problem with sharing equal power, sharing equal resources. We have no issue with that as a community. That's not who we are. We, we've never been that way and not even advocating for it. What we're saying is if you go come in our face, Democrats and want our vote, then we got to get something. If we're not going to get nothing, don't worry about it. You're not getting the vote. It's just that simple. You practice benign neglect. We practice benign neglect with you with voting. That's all. You want our votes, you have to give something up. But that shouldn't be hard for you because you're writing so many checks to Ukraine. I mean, it's not that hard. You know, just, just like you gave them checks to Ukraine and the other stuff in Ukraine, that's what you can do for black America. Same thing. The best thing you can do for black America is reparations, but you don't support it. Biden is so cowardice that he won't even come out and st put his opinion on it. He puts uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre to come out there and say, well, you know, it's in Congress and, you know, they have to debate that. No, no, that's not, that's not what people want to hear. People want to hear this. If Congress passed reparations with cash payments, I'm signing it. 100% signing reparations. He won't even say that. He won't even go on to, because in his mind, he's like, ooh, they may actually come out and vote and demand us to pass reparations. And if we don't, the party's done. And yeah, that's why he don't want to say anything. But y'all, the Democrats are in trouble. The under 50, under 50 crowd, they're seeing more and more of them voting Republican. More and more of them. Because beyond what you, it's really the far left policies and the degeneracy that the, the Democrat Party supports is pushing black people that way. But I, I said before and I'll say it again, the majority of black people are center right. They're not even center left. They center right. Except the shields like Joy Reid and Boulay Martin, but center right is what we are. We're not hardcore right. We just center right, and center right people when they keep seeing all the mess that the Democrats are doing, right, it's going to push them from center right to straight right. It's going to happen. Certain things that we as black people throughout the world we don't get down with. We don't get down with all these alternative lifestyles. We don't get down with all this stuff targeting children. And we don't get down with that. So why are you surprised that more black people are starting to lean to the right? I mean, this Democrat party today isn't, isn't the Democrat party that your grandmother and grandmother voted for.